here with a special breaking news report for Pokemon Day. Yeah. Um, we are, of course, covering the biggest story of today. Today is February 27th, 2019 when we record this. You're probably listening to it in the future. If you're not, we're very confused. Uh, but yes, we're covering the big story of the day, which, as anyone can tell you, is that we've got new Pokemon coming. We got Gen 8 on its way in Pokemon uh, Sword and Pokemon Shield for the Switch. Yeah, so we had a uh, so we had a great announcement trailer today. We're going to be unpacking that with some thoughts, but uh, in addition to a trailer with some uh, looks at what was subtitled with not final gameplay footage, <laughs> gameplay footage, um, we also got a look at our uh, next gen starters. Um, so, Mr. Darling, since we have some uh, starters to look at. I thought we could play a game today for this mini-episode to kick it off as we always do. Would you like to play? <laughs> of course. All right, well, I have a recording from my mother here describing one of the three Pokemon shown off today. And, uh, Mr. Darling, you have a chance to advance the scoreboard without a guest uh, to potentially stall it. So, here we go. This Pokemon looks like a bunny rabbit. I will name it. Scipio. Scipio? Scipio. Scipio. I like Scipio. I think that's actually a better name than the actual Pokemon name, which is Scorebunny. And Michael Darling seizes the advantage and moves the scoreboard up three to one in his battle against our guest hosts. That being said, Scipio is one of the three Pokemon that was, uh, that was, uh, that was announced today. <laughs> the other two being our grass monkey Pokemon, uh, Grookey. Grookey gang, Grookey gang, Grookey gang, Grookey gang. Uh, grass monkey, that funky monkey. <laughs> and then our sweet boy water Pokemon, Sobble. Sobble, if you're familiar with the Twitter user Drill... There is a famous tweet which goes, See this watch? I got it by crying. My car? Crying. My beautiful wife? Crying. My perfect teeth? Crying. Now get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> That's Sobble. So I think Sobble's going to be kind of the... Uh, I mean, I feel like every time we have an announcement of a new batch of starters, there is a there's one that people automatically latch onto, and it seems like Sobble is going to be that kind of adorable sort of thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm already seeing so many great reactions to it online. People love the sad boy lizard. But I mean, so we have a very traditional trio of starters. We have the water, grass, fire trio. You know, we have speculated that it would be great if one of these generations we could go with a different trio set, like Fairy Psychic Ghost or something yeah. like that. But, you know what? Nothing wrong. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, but we also got some looks at... We some... don't know what they might have as the final evolutions. Oh, this is true. Yeah, last two gens, they've started doing a secondary power triangle, rock, paper, scissors triangle, within that starter trio. So, we'll mm -hmm. see. So that being said, uh, we're going to go through and just kind of share our reactions to some of the things we saw in the trailer. Again, it was a very brief trailer. Clearly, a lot of the footage isn't completely final. But then we're going to kind of wrap the episode today with some predictions and some wishes that we have for this uh, upcoming installment. And then we'll finish off with uh, the usual Mon Appetit. Um, because we don't know anything about these Pokemon, but we want to eat them. Yep, but we can wildly speculate based on the limited footage that we saw. Um, so the first bit of news, of course, is that this is the Galar region. It's a new region that we're exploring. Um, Darling, you're more of a geography expert than I am. Give us a little bit of information that we know. Well, it seems to be very, like, UK-inspired. Uh, people have pointed out that it kind of looks like the map of England and Scotland, and to a lesser extent, Wales, because Wales seems to be missing from Galar. Uh, but it looks like that, but flipped upside down. Like, what's clearly supposed to be London with the Millennium Eye Ferris wheel 
and Big Ben, sorry, uh, this is where I get nerdy and pedantic, Big Ben is the name of the bell. It's in the Elizabeth Tower, named after Queen Elizabeth II, and interestingly, that bell tower didn't have a proper name up until a couple years ago when they named it after Liz II. But point being, you see all of those uh, London icons in this large city, which is presumably the last area uh, at the very top of the map. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of just my initial reaction before I started re reading into it and getting the full on England take was that it felt very Sound of Music, you know, rolling hillsides, and even like the little wintry village felt very, uh, felt very German, oh, or so like pretty. Denmarkian in a way, but... I love that it had that icy blue glow on all the buildings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this, we're, this game's gonna be beautiful. Yeah, we're seeing some real... They've really taken it to another level in terms of their world and environment design, like, these are just such lush environments that we're seeing the cave, Oh, God. With the sparkling Christmas-like colored gems all <laughs> over it. I mean, this is the first time I'm going to be excited to go into a Zubat cave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was interesting to me is I was thinking about this on the third time I watched the trailer. Uh, this is probably because of the Switch. The first time they've really able been able to create a, you know, a region that looks like it has a long history. Like, we had that in Alola to some extent. Like, there was clearly a more distinct architectural style there than in any of the other regions. But the other ones have all seemed very, like, of the present. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one, we were seeing older buildings and, like, ancient... I'm going to get into this a little bit later, maybe, but ancient kind of, uh, like, pictographs and uh, stone... Um, Oh, stone runes, I guess you'd say? Yeah, speaking of stone runes, one of my favorite uh, sort of Twitter comedians, um, El Gato, Twitter user L underscore EM, um, she was saying that she would love to see a Stonehenge equivalent mm. in this world, and maybe a stone hegemon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see some kind of like unknown event at whatever ga uh, Galar. I'm mean, going to get used to saying that Galar. It doesn't really roll off the tongue like the other ones. Are we sure it's pronounced Galar, not Galar, or... Uh, Galar? I mean, we'll probably hear it eventually, but for now... Like, Galar. Galar. <laughs> I mean, we'll have to, uh, you know, tweet at us if we have pronounced it wrong. If you actually heard it in the direct, I remember hearing it, but I could be very mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, but the Galar region, which presumably, hopefully, has not had a Galar exit recently. Yeah, like, I'd love to see a... Uh, Pokemon Stonehenge with like an unknown or some other weird Pokemon that has some history there. Or maybe it's like a bunch of Regigigas that are stacked up. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, um, but yeah, one of the other things we can speculate about is the gameplay. I mean, we are seeing wild Pokemon battles again. Yes. We had a wild Pikachu pop up in the trailer. It seems to be that we're going back to the old school style of having your Pokemon battle wild Pokemon again. I hope so. Um, I think that's what they've been saying since this is a proper main series game again. Mm -hmm. I also just love that they made sure to show, like, Pikachu was the first one they showed in the trailer. Like, yeah, Pikachu's in this. Surprise! Yeah, go figure that mm. they would have Pikachu in this. Yeah. Um, but okay, so let's, uh, so let's begin the sort of tennis volleying of our predictions and wishes. Darling, if you'd like to lead off with your first prediction slash wish, we're going to do three each of these and kind of speculate on gameplay, additional Pokemon, that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, well, I just want to point out that it's interesting that we did see a representative from every generation in the trailer. So mm. I'm hopeful that there will be a nice big Pokedex. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, but that's not necessarily one of my predictions. But uh, first off, I think Ice is going to get screwed again. <laughs> Consistently, 
in most of the regions, you finally get access to ice types late in the game when you've already kind of locked in who your team is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look at the map, assuming you're starting at the very mm-hmm. bottom and going towards London at the top, uh, <laughs> there's that nice big ice cave, ice field area. And it's like, oh, you put it right near the end. Again, Game Freak. Yeah. By the time you get start getting access to usable ice Pokemon in every Pokemon game, it's to the point where if you really want to use Articuno or whomever, you have to restructure your entire team to make sure that you have proper field or type coverage because it's just such a weird type in terms of like what it's weak to, what it's strong to. That like whatever you have up until the point you get to Articuno, say in Gen 1, you have to restructure and replace two of your Pokemon to get that one Pokemon in and still have like a viable decently balanced team. Yeah. Or even just, like, you've grown attached to all six, and who are you going to kill off, basically? Mm-hmm. So, that kind of ties in with sort of the counterpoint to Ice is, well, not quite as bad, um, because Magikarp would appear relatively early in Pokemon, but you never got the Fishing Rod until later on in the game, hmm. um, is that I would like to see, for my first prediction, uh, the kind of poster child legendary Pokemon for this, um... I'd like it to be a legendary dragon type, because if we're going into a sort of British-inspired region and England-inspired region, I just think that area is so ripe with classic imagery of dragons being, you know, these Arthurian legends. And I'll come back to Arthurian legends again. Um, But then, you know, maybe the counterpart, because they're almost always like this kind of duality with the legendary types. You have one legendary dragon, and then you have like a legendary Grendel type from Hmm. Beowulf. That'd be um, neat. And that's me really showing my English lit nerd colors. Um, but darling, to your second prediction, please. Yeah. Uh, I like the dragon idea, especially because like, there is a dragon on the flag of Wales. So mm-hmm. If they bring Wales into the game. So my second is, on the legendary front, kind of different than yours. Like You'll note that the logo is a wolf head. Mm-hmm. Like There's a wolf head sword and a wolf head shield. So my thought is maybe, uh, since they haven't revealed what the box art is going to be, probably because it's too early for that, the legendary might be like there might be the same legendary in both games and it's a wolf some manner of legendary wolf uh and the only difference is that it has a different form like maybe it's steel and something in one game and that's steel and a different thing in the other i'm going with steel just because it is sword and shield you know i really like that and i mean wolves play such a prominent role not just in like you know sort of the fauna that we associate with european folklore and things like that i mean you know the boy who cried wolf grimm's fairy tales aesop's fables all include wolves as far as like a fairly mythic figure amongst the animal kingdom in that region Um, so i really like that idea of kind of going back to what they did in gen 2 with like the kind of like lion beast legendaries like let's get like a pair of wolf beast legendaries And then you get to uh, Norse mythology, where you have the two wolves that are chasing the sun and the moon. Oh, yeah. Um, so maybe they're dealing with, like, a pan-European identity in that I mean, case. the Vikings were in England for a mm. long time, so... There we go. Um, but your mention of steel actually ties into my second prediction for this generation's... Because it's been a little while since we got a new evolution. Yeah, not since Gen 6. I think it would be great if we got a rock, or better yet, a steel evolution. And I actually have a prediction for what I'd like this one to be called. Uh, let's have it be steel and look like kind of like an armored warhorse, and we could call it Excalion, <laughs> like the Excalibur of legend. Um, that would just 
we'll have a special mini so just so I can go, oh, snap, and that'll be the 10-second episode on the feed. <laughs> if they actually reveal this thing. If they actually reveal that. If I somehow call that down to the name. I'm only doing it if I call it down to the name Excalion. But if it is the thing, if we get a Steel Evolution, bonus episode, 10 seconds long. <laughs> Alright, so darling, if you could bring us home with your uh, with your final prediction. Well, oh, first I just have a wish, which is that since it is sword and shield, which that's, I love that combination. I woke up this morning, saw that as the header, and I just thought, that's interesting. Because lots mm -hmm. of people were speculating, like, king and queen, which I was thinking would not be that great, but sword and Shield. That's a great combo. That's not something I ever would have expected. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just playing off of that, I want On Edge from Gen 6 to be in here since it's a literal haunted sword that gets a shield when it evolves. Oh, it's absolutely Yeah, going it to better be. be. Well, um, uh, the two rock psychic ones, the sun and the moon, uh, Lunatone and Soul Rock, there we go, mm -hmm. uh, they weren't in sun and moon. So. Interesting. Yeah. But and you thought those two would have just been like. Maybe it was too obvious to Maybe. give them a Lowland remixes, like, mm -hmm. and match them to the theming. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, speaking of a Lowland remixes, and this kind of ties into my last prediction for the day, is the fact that I was hoping, hoping, hoping they would continue that, let's revisit older Pokemon and do mm -hmm. remixes of older Pokemon to origin, and it could have been interesting to explore a different direction of remixing classic Pokemon. A more European, like forested type of remixing of those Pokemon. But it sounds like, based on a lot of what we heard, that we're going to be getting new Pokemon rather than revisiting old Pokemon, based on the language that I picked up on subtly throughout this one, that multiple people on this uh, on this Nintendo Direct um, referenced new Pokemon. So that being said, I'm really looking forward to slash hoping that the Pokemon that we see are inspired, as I mentioned with the wolf being a prominent part of that folklore for the region. Mm. You know, I really want to see goblins. I want to see dwarves, elves, fairies. Let's see Pokemon that are much more inspired by the Pokemon and the lore of that region in pan-European sort of folklore and myths. Um, so I don't have a whole lot of specific predictions for that. I mean, we've obviously seen fairies before. We've seen stuff that could be compared to goblins and dwarves. But let's dig a little bit further into that grim... Hmm. That Grimm's Western European and Eastern European lore. Maybe a Baba Yaga chicken leg house. Pokemon. Oh my god, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> that sounds like a Digimon. Right? We're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. It's always yeah. a, it's always a very thin line. It's always mm -hmm. a very thin line. Uh, playing off of that, like I'd love to see, say, a Corgi as the kind of Radicat equivalent. Radita equivalent. You know, oh, the yeah. Corgi is this little low to the ground dog that the Queen has. That would be adorable. Fun little one to have is your like root one monster that just shows up everywhere. Fantastic. Yeah. And so, uh, playing just off mm -hmm. of mythology for a moment, mm -hmm. one of the things that really struck out to me in the trailer is there's that shot of the trainer standing there over by a bunch of benches and a fence, and there's a giant uh, kind of chalk carving on a hillside. Hmm. And I instantly recognize that as being a kind of Pokemonified version of the Cern Abyss Giant, Ooh. which is a crazy thing. It's out in the in a field in Dorset. It's 55 meters high. That's 180 feet. Uh, and it's just this giant man with a chalk, well, sorry, with a club and a giant erection. Uh, it's made out of chalk rubble in the turf uh, and it's in trenches. And yeah, it's just this giant grass chalk line work, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll include the, a link to it in yeah. the show notes, folks, but it's not safe for work. It has not a safe. giant grass erection. I am not making that up. 
Yeah, and I think it's wild that they're including something like that, which we don't know the exact origin of, we don't know the exact reason it was created. The earliest mention is 17th century, but we still don't know why or when it was actually created. I mean, bear so, in mind this thing was designed, this sculpture that, Dar that Darling is referring to, it's flat on the earth. You cannot see it unless you are in the sky above it. You can't make out its shape or its form. Oh, you so, can make out the dick pretty well if you're up close. Well, it's but it's still baffling to me that like this thing was made hundreds of years before man had the capability of flight to really take advantage of and appreciate it. So yeah. that's that's kind of the more fascinating thing about this, you know. It's like it's like I'm imagining the manpower that it must have taken to make this thing, and then for people to look at each other and be like, oh, someday they'll get it. Someday. <laughs> God, yeah, I'd love, like, if they did, like, South... No, like, it's not South, but, like, Mesoamerica, if they did that kind of region with the Nazca lines, mm -hmm. that would be wild times. Yeah, I mean, but this does kind of play off of a prediction that we made in a very recent episode that we recorded where we wanted to see, you know, where Brett was saying, where else are they going to go now? And we said, well, there's still deciduous type, like, forests of, mm. like, you know, Europe and things like that. And so we may have, this may be the first time our podcast is correctly called something. <laughs> um, we've got four more years of this, folks, by the current schedule, at least. Um, and especially if this new region is emphasizing adding Pokemon to the Pokedex to bring it maybe to like an even 900. Um, you know, we're that's looking... only 91 Pokemon, I think, at that point. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, they've been relatively conservative with the, yeah. with the numbers that they've been adding. So, yeah, you could be dealing with us for an additional year thanks to this, uh, thanks to this latest announcement. So are you saying 91 Pokemon for this gen? I think they're going to take it up to like a weirdly offset number, like either drop it just shy of 900, like an 899 type mm -hmm. of deal, or take it just over 900 with 901 or 902. See, I'm going to second that, except for I'm thinking they're going to go 888. I think they might just add uh, 71 new monsters and I just, then like maybe some regional forms. I just feel like for whatever reason, since Gen 1, they have not Sorry, been 81 so, new forms. Sorry, but yeah. Yeah, but since Gen 1, I feel like there's been this weird kind of avoidance of picking the numbers that us OCD types like to have our volume <laughs> settings on our TV round up to. <laughs> And they just go one or two off of that. So, like, Gen 1 was 150, but then they very quickly turned it into 151 with the release of Mew. Mm. After that, it became 251, and then it's, like, always been just, like, a tick off of that, like, perfect setting. You know what I mean? Yeah, because uh, for Sun and Moon, it wound up getting to 802 when you factored in the two additional mythical Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, first, any other okay. thoughts about the region itself and uh, how it might connect to the Poke world? Because I have a thought, but I want to hear if you have any ideas. Um, my only general thought is that I'm really excited to see what they do with the kind of regional influence after what they did with Alola. I mean, I think they really stepped up their creativity there. And I'm, again, like you've heard throughout the episode, I'm looking for that pan-European mythos and lore inspiration. So. Mm. No. My only thought is excitement right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I same. Um, my one thought is that I wonder if they might have some like small little connection to the Kalos region, since this will be the Ooh. first. Since that's Pokemon France, mm -hmm. uh, this will be the first time since we've left Japan, so to speak, that a Pokemon region is right next door to an already existing region. Maybe so. it could be kind of a gold and silver surprise, because I remember playing gold and silver, and you mm -hmm. play through the Johto region first, and then you are given the kind of, you know, when you were a little kid and you didn't have the internet <laughs> in those days like we did now, mm -hmm. um, I was excited that I got to revisit Kanto in gold and silver. <laughs> 
maybe you get to revisit that region um, in this version. Yeah. Like maybe that'll be like the second league you go through. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I feel like there might not be enough uh, nostalgia for Kalos as there was for Kanto. Although maybe it also could be like, was it in um, San Andreas that you wound up going back to Liberty City for a mission? Bingo. Maybe it's like that. Maybe there's like some side trip you take to whatever the Pokemon equivalent of Brittany is. I mean, I think the other thing is is that we're dealing with the fact that this is the first true console edition of Pokemon. Like we saw, we're going through Let's Go right now, and Let's Go is just you know a modern update slash reboot of the classic gen 1 pokemon for game boy but we have not really experienced what the extent of the capability is on switch and while you can say that well you know let's go is a pretty good example let me also remind you that zelda breath of the wild is mm. a is a switch game look at that open world look at the expanse of it look at the scope of it and then consider that they can do that with pokemon and we just got a teaser today we just got, we know that they're going to add new Pokemon, hmm. period. We know that there is a whole new region, period, with a variety of different, but we don't know what they're going to try to do with how many Pokemon are they going to try to fit in. Like, we're assuming, I think, I want to assume that we're going to get all 902 <laughs> of the Pokedex in this one region. But I think they could do a whole lot more just based on the oh, scope yeah. of capabilities that we've seen from the Switch. It's no PlayStation 4, but... It's capable of a robust experience. Yeah. Well, I saw people speculating on Twitter about uh, like all of the places on the giant map that look like they could be roads and how it doesn't look like a truly linear path. Mm -hmm. So it looks like there are parts where you're like, oh, I'm going to go over this way, and I'll go over to this other direction, and then I'll loop back here. So, I mean, yeah, maybe they, anything's possible. Maybe there's something... Now, this is, like, super hopeful, and we're getting... I know we're past the wishes and prediction thing, but, I mean, we've seen in Shadow of Mordor which is a completely different type of game. Very much so. But we saw the Nemesis scaling system where your Nemesis leveled up as you were out in the world. So kind of like as you're going through your open world of Mordor and like fighting beasts and all that stuff, every time you do something, that advances time, so to speak, for your enemies. So oh, your wow. enemies are leveling up. So maybe if I choose to go and fight Lieutenant Surge, hypothetically... Like, while I'm fighting Lieutenant Surge at level 20, then, you know, the gym leader, uh, Sabrina, for is leveling up from level 20 to level 25. Hmm. And so I can either choose to fight Sabrina at a low level and then let Lieutenant Surge level up while I'm fighting her, or I fight Lieutenant Surge and let her level up. Hmm. Maybe that's, that's a system they could explore. Again, we're dealing with a system with much more capability than any of the installments we've seen so far. This is a full console release that we're talking yeah. about. I can't wait. It's gonna be exciting. I know. And we're, you know, we're all, this is wild speculation here. And uh, before we sign off from this mini-sode, we are gonna close with another recurring segment today. My favorite. Mon Appetit. If you'd like my personal crack medicine. So this week, I, Darling and I are in complete alignment on what we like as our Pokemon of the Week. Well, um, let's see. Our options are Grass Monkey, Fire Rabbit, or Water Lizard. I think I know which one we're both eating. Yeah, we're not going for the Indiana Jones Temple of Doom Monkey Brains, so we are... You'll hear that joke again in a couple weeks. So we are both going with what my mom dubbed Scipio. <laughs> uh, darling, how would you prepare Scipio? <laughs> I need to make a note of this just in case I decide to choose Scipio for <laughs> my playthrough because I'm going to have to name it that. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking of taking score bunny, as it's properly known. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the taste of rabbit. Rabbit is an underheralded meat. Uh, but because we're in England, I'm going to just turn it into sausage and then make bangers and mash. Um, for me, I'm going to go the Samwise Gamgee route, uh, and I'm going to take my score bunny. I'm going to boil him, mash him, stick him in a stew with some taters, and I'll just have a healthy score rabbit stew. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us for this breaking news minicast. As always, I'm Inata Blue. It's going to be fun to revisit this one in four <laughs> years when we get to these monsters properly. And anyhow, I'm Michael Darling. Thanks for being here. The ice is coming, the sun's zooming in.